When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a brand new episode of Who Will Be King? The NFL Combine Week edition. This is special because we're diving in all things NFL and today's about the NFL Combine. June, from bleachers to speakers, is hosting today. We have Pay from Da Bear Claw Podcast. Pay is our Chicago Bears expert, and he's got his finger on the pulse of all the Bears news, whether it's roster changes, gameplay strategy, front office moves, inside scoops. Pay's got it covered. Next, we have June and his sidekick, Foster, from Bleachers to Speakers and Motor City Metrics. Foster's player breakdowns shown on Bleachers to Speakers are a must-watch for any NFL fan. Today, they'll be sharing their thoughts on the goings-on in Detroit and beyond. Finally, we have me. Good old me, Dave Stefano, founding member of Vikings First and Skull and representing the Purple in the NFC North. Together, we'll examine the NFL Combine, a vital event that has kicked off. We'll be sharing our perspectives on players to watch, the skills to look out for, and the potential impact these new faces could have on your favorite teams. From defensive linemen to edge rushers, we'll be dissecting their performances and the metrics that matter. But we're not just talking about the combine. We're also diving into how these tests and performances could shift strategies and dynamics within the NFC North. We'll be exploring how good a 40-yard dash time or a strong bench press performance could skyrocket a player's draft stock. And of course, we'll be discussing the medical assessments and their potential to make or break a player's NFL dreams. So, whether you're an NFL super fan, a fan of the NFC North, or just getting into the game right now. We've got something special for you in today's show. So get comfortable, grab your favorite game day snack and beverage, and get ready for an exciting journey into the world of the NFL Combine. All next 
on Who Will Be King. Let the battles begin. Welcome to Bleacher Speakers. I'm your host, June. I got my buddies from the NFC North uh, with me. This week's edition of Who Will Be Kings, we'll be talking about the NFL Combine, which starts tomorrow. And I'll let the people introduce themselves and let them know. They'll let you know where you can follow them at, where you can watch their shows. Please support and watch their shows. They have very good shows. So, Dave, you can go ahead and 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 start it off and then pay and then foster. Hi everybody, I'm Dave Stefano. I am one of the founding members at Vikings First and Skull. I have been blogging and reporting publicly on the Minnesota Vikings for over well over two decades publicly. And we have gone to podcasts and now live streaming over the last few years. You can find us at Vikings First and Skull YouTube. You can find us at Vikings First and Skull on the web.com, and that drives you to Fans First Sports Network, who where who hosts not only our podcasts, but our writings. And you can find us at Vikings First and Skull on your favorite podcast aggregator everywhere. And as we say in Minnesota, Skull. Skull. Hey. As we say in Chicago, bear down. I'm Pei <laughs> from the Bear Claw Podcast, also found at Fans First Sports Network. Um, on the audio side, Apple, Google Podcasts, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Spotify. That's where you can find us. But if you just listen to, just want to hear our voices. Um, we got all the bear, all your Chicago Bears news. If you actually do want to sit down and watch us talk, <laughs> you can catch us out of YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and we've got we got you covered all around. Foster, where can you find the wonderful Bleachers to Speakers show and stuff like that? Well, <clears throat> of course, YouTube, Motor City Metrics. Um, also, we have a channel, uh, Bleachers to Speakers, as well. And then as far as the audio aspect, um, just, just Google it. It'll, it'll come up. You know, we're on TikTok. We're on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that all that good stuff. I heard radio as well. Just all, all podcast streaming platforms, you can check us out. Just put in Bleachers to Speakers, FFSN, you'll be able to find us. Follow us. Download the episodes. Fellas, how are y'all doing today? Couldn't be better. It's combine week, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it starts tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Who's the positions that's running tomorrow, Dave? Uh, tomorrow we have the defensive linemen, big ground bellies on the defensive side, and the linebackers. Okay. Now, fellas, I'm going to start with pay. 
Hey, out of that, do you have any interesting prospects in mind you'd like to see in Chicago? They'll be uh, from the from that position group. That you DBs, would right? Um, no, defensive line. Defensive line. I'm sorry. Um, not necessarily. This isn't a very stout draft for defensive linemen. Um, so no, not in particular. We do have a necessary need for defensive linemen in on the Chicago Bears, but we're gonna have to shore that up in free agency because uh, we're getting close to striking while the iron's hot, and we don't need a project at, on the line right now. We got enough of them. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, def- I mean, and you guys have plenty of cap space, and then there was an increased cap space. Uh, from my understanding, I don't know how that works, but there's more cap money available. Uh, I think that's due to the TV contracts, correct? Mm-mm. Uh, two words. Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> hey, she can stick with the NFL and drive up that salary cap all she wants. I love it. <laughs> Dave, you see anything? You, 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 are you looking for anything intriguing tomorrow? Oh, yes. Uh, Vikings are very much in need of interior defensive linemen and edge rushers. So I don't know if the linebacker, and we need linebackers too. So whether they break out the D-line, whether they put edge rushers in the D-line group or in the linebacker group, I have no idea. I think they put them in the D-line group. We're very much looking. Uh, uh, Jerzon Newton, all the edge rushers from Latu, and group all the way down, we are paying particular attention to because that is a need for the Minnesota Vikings since we basically don't have any. We have two under contract right now, Patrick Jones the second and Andre Carter the second. Andre Carter was an undrafted rookie, undrafted free agent rookie last year, and Patrick Jones has been on a few couple years. Not doing anything. Why? Because Hunter, Daniil Hunter, is a free agent. Mm. Uh, yeah, and demand, too. Foster, let's pretend like we don't talk about this every day. Uh, um, <laughs> the, are you looking for anyone intriguing tomorrow uh, at the Combine? We're talking defensive line. Like a like a particular person or just a, a archetype? Anything. Um, yeah, anybody? So we got defensive line is tomorrow. That's that's, that's exclusively tomorrow. okay. Yeah, I mean anybody that can rush the quarterback. I don't care if you're on the interior, <laughs> exterior side. If you can get to the quarterback, you're my guy. Because um, we we have we have needs. We have needs at both. I think we have good depth overall. But as far as an every down guy or somebody that that fits that role as a um, pass rusher. Um, that's what we need. So obviously, you know, we we looked at Byron Murphy uh, pretty closely. Um, I think I did a little read. I read up on a, uh, it was a Vikings guy on uh, fans first, but it uh, it wasn't specifically Dave. But anyways, um, I, I did did some reading up on on Byron Murphy as well. But um, yeah, I would love a uh, you know a you know we were trade up and get a verse or a Latu Latu um, barring the injury because he he was. Um, medically retired which is, is rare mm-hmm. um and then he was able to come back um so that's kind of a scary uh, you want to touch that but um but yeah i want to see all hopefully all those guys 
tests well and we get some in- get to see some interesting stuff and because um, I will certainly uh, fantasize about having one of them on, on our line somewhere wherever it's inside or outside yeah. <laughs> well maybe you guys can help me out because one thing that I pay attention to when it comes to the combine is 40 times and I don't care if you're a kicker I don't care if you're a center I want to know how fast you run that 40 I know there's other aspects so Dave let me ask you what what are some of the things you look for as far as performance from individuals on combine day especially like the def- let's go with the defensive line because they if are we're, if we're sticking with a defensive line the yeah. 40 does nothing for me um because you know, those big guys aren't doing sport 40 yard sprints during the game no. what i care about is explosion i'm looking for three cone drills i'm looking for the the cut up of the 40 to see how quick they are how well they can shed i'm also looking for the bench press on the big guys they've got to be able to have power on their upper body as well as be able to move laterally and you know develop leverage and everything else one person i'm looking forward to run see run tomorrow is uh texas interior defensive lineman nose tackle uh tavandre sweat Mm-hmm. He's, he's projected I, as a later round, but yeah, later round he's protected second round most likely. Yeah, that's, but mm-hmm. he's uh he's listed at two sixty two, and there's people questioning if he's that light. He's Ooh. a big boy, yeah. so he'd be your typical zero nose tackle type. Even though most of his plays in college was a three tech, so. It's going to be interesting to see how he comes in, what sort of shape. If he comes in a little bit slimmer, his draft stock's going to go up. It's, but it's going to be fun to watch the big guy because we need, we could use that too. Is 260 small for nose tackle? 360. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. I'm like, that's tiny. Uh, okay. No, 260 small. That's real small. Yeah. Um, That's like 1970s uh, (laughs) offensive line for the Miami Dolphins. Small. But if you look, there are a bunch of now, at least we've got a bunch of them, guys that are under 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. And you you figure on your offense and defensive line, you want to be pushing 300. Yeah. Generally. To have size and power. Not all, all of them do. Some of them are as small as 265, 275. Yeah. Hey. I want to see the big boy. I mean, he's pushing 400. So yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I want to see Hey, him is there anything you're looking for in particular from the D-line tomorrow as far as performances? I did want to I did want to comment on your 40 uh, uh, fascination. <laughs> Uh, you got a little uh, Al Davis in you, huh? Huh, there, Joe? For sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. He you picked the fastest team. person. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it I Ra- as a kid, I was a I was a Raiders fan. You know, so that's that's how there it ironic goes. that is. Yeah. So there, yeah, there it goes. Speed speeds translates everywhere, except unless you're a kicker. Um, so what I I would love to see out of the defensive alignment, say the same way as you like speed, I mm-hmm. like I like power, I like strength. Yeah. When I when I see when I I see the guys get on the bench, I'm always checking out the who's gonna break the record, who's gonna throw up 225 the most. How, how's their ease? How's their how's their form? You know, the elbows tucked, 
are they uh are they power lifting are they just are they just showing everybody this is light work for them that, that type of stuff right there gets me you know i i tune in for that um because you know every every year is somebody doing something super impressive I, was it last year i forget the guy guy tore his knee i think for baltimore they drafted him i think he has the record right now i think he threw up 225 like 37 times something like that something Ojabo super Michigan? impressive Ojabo? Uh, say his name again Ojabo. he's from uh samoa right uh hawaii no nah, i think this guy went to michigan i think the guy well maybe i mean i'm talking about his background might be talking about somebody else. But the fact that we're talking about the same person. Okay. Yeah. 225 and just go. Thum, 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 yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That type of stuff. Like, okay. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. He's got some, he's got some good form strength. Yeah. But, I, but here's, here's, here's why we, we say it doesn't matter for as far as defensive linemen. But if you get a defensive lineman, uh, let's say you get a nose tackle and he's, 300 pounds and he's 6'5, mm-hmm. but he goes in there and he runs a 4640. Your eyes is going to go like, wow. Mm-hmm. So it makes a difference. I mean, it's not all you should look for. I'm just fascinated with, you know, see how fast they run. But, you know, that 40 time kid move your stock up no matter what position oh, you are, yeah. except for like kicker. Of course, you know, nobody cares how fast kickers run. Right? <laughs> That's that. I mean, that's like a symbolism of athleticism, you know what I'm saying? So even with the offensive lineman, you get an offensive lineman that's going to – they won't run a, in the fours, but if they run like a low five and it's like, wow, they, they, this guy can really move, that means he can pull. That means, you know, it's a lot of things that go into that. For, for that – for uh, to that point, the uh, – the uh, um, what was I going to say? Uh, to that point, you also want to look at the cone drill, right? So yeah, sure. mm-hmm. yeah, all that type of athleticism, you know, quick change mm-hmm. ability. So it's all, all things are good, good things to look at. Yeah. Shuttle time and all that stuff. Foster, yeah. are you looking for any performance from defensive lines tomorrow? Um, I think I'm with pay on, on the, uh, on the bench. Um, I mean, I, I would not Whereas they say that the 40 time doesn't translate, I would venture to say speed on the edge is somewhat. Yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. It helps, but it's not the only thing. No, it's not not so. It's just, it's it's intriguing though. Like if somebody Mm -hmm. runs a good time, it shouldn't hurt your stock if you don't run that kind of time. But if you run a good time, it's going to be like, oh, wow. It helps. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure these, uh, these, when the scouts get get you know get together, get in their sewing circles, whatever, and they break down your fourteen time. They're not looking at the the actual like where what time that you clock at, right? As far as for a D lineman, somebody like that, what's what's most important? Get off. So they're looking mm-hmm. at how you they're get off in the, the first. Splits. Right. They want to see that first half second. See how how you the first ten yards there. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's important for this position group. Come on, tell you tell you who I'm going to pay attention to tomorrow. And it's more to it than just the, uh, the, the drills. Uh, Latu Latu. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. curious how he, it, how he looks medically as Foster even said, and Foster did a, a, a full write up on him on Bleacher's speakers as um, YouTube channel about this particular athlete that he was medically retired at one point. 
Mm-hmm. And he made a miraculous comeback to play and be productive. And it's a back injury, which is very, very scary. Um, yeah. Upper I'm back. curious to see what he, how he makes out in this draft. Uh, we all know that the medical part can make or break what, how far you go, or even if you get drafted, you know, or it, it ha- plays a big part. So I want to want what I want to ask you guys: Is there anybody in particular that you're looking to see how they fear out in this in, in the draft tomorrow for defensive linemen or any other position? I mean, is there a particular athlete you want to see uh, specifically what they do? Well, on the medicals, it's Latu and it's Penix. Yeah, those those are the ones I'm curious about. But for defensive linemen, edge rusher in particular, I want to see Chop Robinson. Ooh. Out of Penn State. The I kid hope is explosive. I hope he performs terrible. And uh if he if he it's looking like he may, you know, surprise people and do extremely well, then he's gonna shoot up the board. And I agree with you there in June. I hope he's terrible so he's available to us in the second <laughs> round. <laughs> I want him available at twenty nine. Uh boss, who are you looking for, bro? Uh, uh, of course, definitely chop. But the uh, aside from that, Dallas Turner. And, it doesn't have to be defensive line. It can be whoever. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, Dallas Turner, and um, the corner from uh, Clemson, uh, Nate Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be one of the faster. He's one of the, the fasters. He's six two as well. I want to see how tall he measures, though. They yeah. say. They say. They're a certain size, but a lot of times it's, it's not for real. So we'll, but, but the, tale, the Cooper, tape will tell it. Yeah, but also Cooper DeJean. Like, that dude is a crazy. I think he was like a four-sport a four athlete in, yeah. in, uh, in high school, basketball, baseball, track, and football. So I have a theory um, about Cooper DeJean. We'll talk about it later. Well, okay. those guys run on Friday, mm-hmm. Yeah, the DBs. I'm going to miss those guys. Hey, who are you looking for? I like I like the way Dave was going with this, man. So I'm gonna steal some of his shine. So <laughs> the top the top three quarterbacks are, I think, reportedly not going to be uh, in 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 the city of Indianapolis, right, for the combine. No, they're so, there. They're getting their medicals and okay, and doing some interviews. They're I just heard. not. They're not gonna do anything on the field. Got it. Well, that's typical. So. The next group of three, the J.J. McCarthy's, the Penix, the um, Bo Nix, Bo uh, Nix, Spencer Rattler. Spencer, Spencer Rattler, there you go. Good Spencer Rattler. I'm looking for them to ball out. I, that's why I want them to ball out and get a whole bunch of teams that are quarterback needy in the middle and back end of the draft to force their way up. Get them a quarterback because the guy that I'm looking for uh-oh. Kool-Aid McKinstry. I want him to fall back. Hey, stay away from the fall Kool-Aid. Back, in the second round. Hey, back up, back up, Pay. The Kool-Aid's the coming to Detroit, bro. Hey, Pay, I'll let you in on something. Tomorrow, make sure you turn your notifications on because over at Vikings First and Skull, we're breaking down Kool-Aid McKinstry Ooh. and Ty- Tyrone Tarion Arnold. Tyrone. Yeah, yeah, the teammates, yeah, both of them. What time and 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 where? 
but it's yeah, well, it's on Vikings First and Skull YouTube. It's YouTube only on that. We'll have the write up the day after over on Fans First Sports. But uh, the time is yet to be determined. We usually do our skull searches during the afternoon, but sometimes we're going to do them in the evening, depending on what the schedule is during the day. We we try to fit them in. That's why they don't come at any regular time. But okay. if you have your uh, notifications on, they'll pop up. Okay, okay. Dave, anybody you're checking for in particular for this draft? Oh, for this draft? Oh, there's quite a few. Okay, um, go ahead. We can... But on the quarterbacks, there's one other quarterback I want to see throw. I want to see Joe Milton, see if he can throw it 90 yards. He probably can. People says he can throw it 80. He, he, uh, threw, and, he threw it 80 when he was in Michigan. I've seen film of him. He can throw and, it 80 yards in Michigan. And, and somebody says he could throw it 90. That's yeah. going to blow people's mind if he could do that. Now, the problem with Joe Milton is he's got the arm strength. He just – everything else is, you know, not there. But it's going to be fun to watch quarterbacks. Why? Because the Vikings are going to need a quarterback. And we're going to find out. Because most likely – we will not have Kirk Cousins back, even though the coach and GM were saying, yeah, we want him back. But it's up to the negotiations as the qualifier they put on it. So we'll see. Spicy quarterback talk. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's no spicier than that. I, I think the odds are the Bears are still taking Caleb Williams at number one, are they not? Speaking of which, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break, and I want to talk to you about a rumor. Maybe maybe it is a rumor. Maybe it's not, but it's about Caleb, and uh, it was very interesting. But we'll go to a break. You, Our listeners will hear some beautiful ads, but our watchers will be back in about mm, 15 seconds. <laughs> Ah, the rumors this time of year. Um, There was something I read. I'm not sure how true it is. Maybe you guys have seen it. But Caleb was quoted as saying, um, and I'm not sure how true it is. I didn't do any. I just saw it. That he's not going to throw for the combine because he said it makes no sense. Did you, anybody? That's a rumor. Oh, that's fact. He's not going to. Yeah, that's true. That, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Top three so, quarterbacks aren't throwing. Huh? The top three aren't throwing. Okay. The reason why it's big with Caleb because of the stuff he said before. They're trying to make, for instance, he was quoted as saying, I'm not playing here. I can stay in college another year. This person, pay, this is specific specifically for you because you guys have the number one pick and you might be looking at quarterback. Does any of this from Caleb like bother you at all or you just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Quick answer. Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) The the things that happened in the past, those, those uh, attributes, those um, comments that was attributed, attributed to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to play here. I can stay in college. The NIL money's paying, you know, taking right. care of me well. Those never really came from him. It was just said to have come from his camp. So gotcha. I, ain't never, I ain't never really put too much stock into it. Now, what it, I do put stock into what he said today, 
from his own mouth. What do you say? I want I not I want, not once. I would like to be a bear. I am I am interested in playing for the Bears. I love deep 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 dish pizza. Jordan's a favorite, my favorite oh. player. You know, so on and so on. A lot of a lot of pandering he did today. He, I, I know, I know he's. Give playing me that number one spot. Nah, yeah, I, I, I try to talk my way out. Of it. Yeah, you know, I I have no problem to be lie to me, baby. I'm fine with this. You know, <laughs> tell, tell me what I want to hear. He sure did. It was reported. It was uh, Jordan and um, sweetness, where yeah. he wants to be. He wants to be at the same table as the immortals. And the, those are the two that he put up there. And oh, Caleb, Caleb. Chicago Bears fans, if you believe this stuff, I think you believe that strippers at the club like you. I say a lot of, <laughs> lot of me. They baby. do. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, but to your point about him not wanting to throw, I mean, with him being such a strong consensus, number one. It can hurt him more than he anything. Can only, I mean, he can only hurt himself. You just don't say it, though. I mean, I mean, but. It you can only it can only he's consensus number one like he can only hurt his stock by doing right. anything. Yeah, uh, and I think that's the whole view of the top three is their agents say, yeah. "Don't do it. All you can do is hurt yourself." Now, like I said, they got to be there for the medicals and the interviews. I don't know how much of the mm-hmm. testing. A bunch of them bowed out of the testing, like the S two testing. Uh, you want to talk about rumors? Rumor came out yesterday. Remember the new S2 test took over from the Wonderlick that's supposed to test how yeah. the guy's brain works and how fast mm-hmm. he tracks stuff on the screen? Mm-hmm. Well, the last year we heard that uh, the Houston Texans quarterback. Right. He was the worst. He was the worst. And he got a low score. He also right. threw, but go ahead. And uh, right. And so the Carolina went with the other quarterback. Yeah. And didn't do so well. Such a such a model franchise. Uh-huh. I thought it was a mistake before then, but I, I just said Stroud is your guy. Um, well, it turns out who ran that S two test? It was the Texans. Mm. <laughs> Smoke screen. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> this guy's the worst. No drafting. And that's that's what it's looking like, and we get that. All the time this year. Fans have to be wary of what you hear, what you read, what you see, even from reputable folks that, you know, hey, your team wants to trade this team for putting Justin Jefferson. No, (laughs) that ain't right. (laughs) But that's what goes out this time of year. So just be careful. Smoke screens. But I thought it was funny when they found out and the Texans did the test. Yeah. And they got the quarterback they wanted. That's that's shocking. That's, that's, it worked out. Excellent, excellent work from them. Excellent work. Um, you hear it all every year this time of season. Some some prospect, highly tied prospect, you you can you you know you know of a couple of them, Dave Tunsil. Uh, mm-hmm. They all, they all, there's always something that gets reported, like something in their background. Like why is, is it gets to the point where you start to think like, what's, is this smear campaign orchestrated? What's going on here? And as you, as you say, you know, yeah. some of these things are doing dirty work, playing it, you know, being, being, playing in the, playing in the weeds, being a little shady, doing a little, yeah. doing a little, playing dirty 
Yeah. They got yeah. whole psyops departments that are yeah. running, you yes. know, dirty tricks campaigns. Dirty tricks. Hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, like detail. like I'm gonna start one that says Chop Robinson said he won't play good for anybody else but the Lions. <laughs> Let's get that aggregated. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, um, I gotta apologize to Mel in motion. I'm gonna pin uh uh, some comments from Mail in Motion. I haven't been reading the comments, but I'm going to do them real fast because uh-huh. I love participants and I don't want them to think that we're ignoring them. Mail in Motion says Vikings need a new wide receiver now. Whoa, I thought that was a strength for the Minnesota. We can, use, uh, we can use a wide receiver three, but our one and two are pretty much locked up. Pretty good. Uh, JJ, Mail in Motion also said JJ may go to KC. He probably won't play for the next five, ten years. If he does, <laughs> Justin Jefferson isn't being traded. Uh, oh, sorry. Mail Motion speaks. Mail Motion says Caleb has seen the light. Yeah, he, I mean, it makes sense because you can throw up them. I mean, even if he doesn't say it, it's the week to talk right. Like, you know, get it together. Uh, Mail Motion says no apologies needed. I appreciate you, Mail. That about do for the uh, the comments so far, and I'll try to keep up with them better. One another thing is like who's the other two quarterbacks that's not throwing? Jaden Daniels and Drake May. Like I said, they can't do anything but hurt their stock by throwing. Exactly. I think it was it was the other stuff that was compounded with Caleb that makes it look kind of iffy. But I mean, it wasn't by Caleb, but the other things that have been said, but mm-hmm. like you said, there's no telling who actually said it or the intent, you know? So, hey, but I think Caleb is going to the bears at number one. I, I thought it was going to be Maserati Marv. No. <laughs> <laughs> the bears, but it bears at no point. I like to believe that I'm not a fan of a team that at, at this juncture in a draft that had this many high quality cornerbacks in the top of the draft, was considering drafting a wide receiver at number one. I like to believe that I'm not a fan of a team that would do something like that. Well, let me ask you this now. We we talked about wants and who we're looking at. I'm going to ask this question today. Pay, you can go next and foster. What is the absolute wrong pick that you can hear with your first pick on draft night? What is the absolute wrong? Like that name you don't want to hear. Hmm. Oh, if, if I'm supposed to go first, yeah, I want one of the top four quarterbacks. Okay. Now, the Vikings announced yesterday Josh McCown is our new quarterback coach, mm-hmm. which was interesting because we didn't get rid of the old one. We promoted him to a different position, but we didn't get rid of him. Well, Josh McCown... Coach Drake May in high school and started Drake May over his own son. Wow. Mm. And so we're wondering, hmm, are we going to make a move to go up to number three or four position to try to snag Drake May? And that's where we would have to go if we're going to do that. Now, if we sit at 11 and all the top three are gone, I'll take J.J. McCarthy and be happy. That may be a reach, a little bit of a reach for J.J., I don't think so. I'll take him and be happy. Then we'd probably go with a bridge quarterback and go on from there. 
Now, the one I worry about is Penix. Penix has a sweet ball, and he throws real well, but it's this, what I call Sam Bradford knees. Mm. Yeah. The injuries to his knees and his not Yeah, both knees. Both knees. And uh, his two injuries to his non-throwing shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's why I talked about him in the medicals. That's the one I worry about. Well, no, he's not the worst. I think Bo Nix. I, I don't want Bo Nix. I'll take Rattler over Nix. But that's just me. That's just Dave. Now, what the Vikings do, who knows? They may get stupid and take a, a cornerback or somebody like that. We need one, but mm, we need that quarterback of the future. We need that re- future replacement. If it's if it's J.J. McCarthy, we can get a bridge guy, whether it be Zach Wilson or Sam Darnold, and move him in there and let him play the first half of the season while J.J. learns, right? right. That'll be fine by me. We're not going to – it's no skin off our nose if we finish fourth in the division – and we're still going to win probably close to, you know, half our games. That's the, But as long as we have our quarterback in the future, it's all golden. So that's what I want to see. What I don't want to see is uh, Vikings are not going for a quarterback because they re-signed Kirk Cousins. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was trying to get to. Pay with the number one pick in the draft, the Chicago Bears select. This person that you do not want to hear or position, you can even say it that way. What? Oh, this is easy, easy. Uh, Drake May. Okay, that is the that is the most wrong the Bears can get on draft night. If they draft Drake May, I don't care what position it goes into. Uh, they can draft him number one, two, three, seventeen. I don't care. If you draft Drake May, you have failed. <laughs> You have failed and you failed miserably. Why would Drake May be so bad? Be so bad for the Bears at that point? You see, Drake, May, Drake May's floor isn't as high as Justin, in my opinion, and his ceiling definitely isn't as high. The only reason you would draft Drake May is to reset the clock. That's not a good enough reason. <laughs> okay, Foster. Well. A name you don't want to hear. Or position. I think the position I don't want to hear is receiver. Okay. Oh, well, why re- Detroit loves receivers in the first round, though. I almost said tight end. And tight ends. We go that route, go that route too. <laughs> I'm getting I'm 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 gonna get to that. But uh yeah, receiver. There's some good ones this year. There are, um, and I can almost see the, nah, yeah, no, no, just the simple fact that it's the first round, the, there ought to be a, yeah, there's just, yeah, a receiver. That's it. Receiver. Well, I got a question for you guys. Do you draft for need or draft for talent? I.e., you need a defensive edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all could use one. All four teams in the division could use one. But sitting there in front of you happens to be one of the top corners, one of the top receivers, and they rank a little bit higher on your team's draft board 
Mm-hmm. Do you go for the need position or do you go for the talent? If it's a corner, I feel just as good about it as the, uh, the edge rusher, especially depending on how the free agency starts. We may, we may, you know, knock the ball out of the park with a D- the Neil Hunter in free agency before the then, yeah, corner for sure. Receiver, I I almost can see. I, I see on the one of the mock drafts where Keon Coleman, um, the the six five receiver out of Florida State, I can see us trying to. I could see us maybe trying to replace Josh Reynolds with that because he's also a six four receiver and in the first round. I, I, I saw one where he was if going. Keon, if Keon runs a good forty, he'll be up there. It, it said um, he was. It was he was mocked to the the Ravens. Okay, he runs a good. Who 40. also, you know, they have they got Zay Flowers, they got Beckham, they got Bateman, whole bunch of little guys. So maybe that that gives them their, you know, option to you know to go you know up top. That's where I. That's the, I didn't even get a chance to really read it, but um, so I can see I can see the thinking there. But you leave a you you leave a solid edge rusher on the table, especially if like a chop is available. Or and the other thing that's going to be is is how they interview um, the head coaches. I guess don't have to go, but Campbell they said is present and his focus is on the interviewing and getting a chance to to meet with the guys because he's big. You know we're you know they're big on culture and and if he's a Campbell guy, if you're not a Campbell guy. Jalen Carter, nah, not a chance. We knew that, even though we were upset about it, we knew Carter did not fit the mold, and I think ultimately we made the right decision based upon you know going to get Gibbs, Laporta, Branch. Those guys fit right in seamless. I don't know how Jalen Carter has done, but Philly has been pretty dysfunctional. Well, uh, so, he, so, so, he, so in that case, he made it. Great. A brief disclaimer before I approach this. I'm going to run some names by by you. I'm Aron Say Brown. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Gibbs, Jamar Gibbs. Also going to say uh, Laporta. Those are all draft picks that I hated and despised. Yeah, so you don't get a choice. I'm probably the wrong person to be talking about who's, who we should draft because I've been totally wrong the past few years about their draft decisions, and they've hit a home run with everybody I hated. The first well, I mean, they could be good, they could be good players, but where they draft, they could have been also overdrafted. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think the, the Gibbs pick is working out. I think Laporta is working out. I hated those picks. Amaron say Brown like there's there was another receiver ahead of him that I felt that they should they should have took and look at what he's doing like I'm probably the wrong person but there's a name on there that I talked about earlier that I don't want to hear even if he falls which I don't think he'll fall to 29 but I don't want to hear Cooper DeJean and it has nothing to do with his ability it has nothing to do I just think we need an outside corner, and I don't think he's an outside corner as far as what we need. Now, I think he's, he can do a lot. Of heavy. I, I know that mm-hmm. that they said, but he does go to Iowa. 
Yeah, but my, my, my <laughs> Iowa boys. Are different, I mean, right? Iowa boys. Are but like I said, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. So it's just hey, but at the same time, he plays. Uh, I think he's more suited if he played like safety or slot. Just my opinion. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but. As far as what the Lions need, I, I think they need more of a coverage type of corner that can hold down one side, uh, whichever side you put him on. And I don't think Cooper. That's good at man. Yeah. Man, I don't think he's the person. Um, there's a few comments I'm going to put up here and go through them kind of fast. Uh, Sean Gurley says, from the office of Big G, J.J. McCarthy will be the largest jump in draft stock after this weekend. That's Very well could be. Office. What? I have no idea. <laughs> Sean, if you can ask us what, what office of Big G is, uh, we'd appreciate it. Defensively, Chris Jenkins, D-tackle, Michigan, and cornerback Arnold from Alabama will have the biggest jumps defensively. Very interesting. Uh, Troy says, what's up? And <laughs> frustrated. That's you in it. Mel Emotion says uh, OBJ is a free agent. So, yeah, that's probably probably why I'd be uh, going there. Um, Sean Gurley. OBJ has got to be getting up there in years. He's about 31. Yeah. Um, Well, with those injuries as well, that makes him a little little longer at the two. 70 by football years for a wide receiver. (laughs) Yeah. uh, so Sean Gurley says, I don't think there's too much uh, such there's such thing as being overdrafted. Great GMs and coaches pound the table for great draft picks, and they get the buy-in for the player more often than we realized. Hey, uh, if, if they hit, it's a win. It's just like mm-hmm. if the Vikings trade up to number three position and it costs them two or three first-round draft picks, everybody's going to be screaming. Mm-hmm. But if, if that quarterback works. hits, if it, works, it doesn't matter. Genius. It mm-hmm. does not matter whatsoever. This is true. It'll be the it's, best trade you make. That's facts from Big G. I, you know, whatever office he's tweeting this from, that's facts. You know, that's wow. why they, that's why they call our coach Dan Gamble when he when he gambles and pays off. He's the greatest. <laughs> when he fails, well, I mean, he's the worst. Not always. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what it is in football. You gamble and. Hey, hey, you know what? I said this on my show earlier uh, that posted on Monday. I would never shy my team from risking to be great. Whatever it takes, uh, you know, wh- whatever it takes to be great. If you swing and miss, hey, I- I'll live with that. But I, w- I, w- I would not live with you avoiding greatness. I can't do it. I can't, can't win with that. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, we talk with our fans, similar line of thinking. As long as we take a quarterback, and that's generally our consensus. Exactly. And you that see quarterback that short fails, porch in left field. You see that, that cor- short porch in left field, and you know that pitcher's coming down the middle, you better. You better swing. Yeah, you got to swing. It's the, it's the correct process. Whether you make contact or not, it's mm-hmm. the correct process. Exactly. And as long as you're going to get it on one of those Times each time you try. Take San Francisco. They traded up and gave three first round picks to take uh, Trey Lance. And and then a few years later, they trade him to Dallas as a backup. Mm -hmm. 
that's 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 a crazy fortune because they draft the quarterback seventh round and it worked out, <laughs> Mister Irrelevant, yeah. and he's taking him to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You did all that for a quarterback, and then you just drafted one in the seventh round, last pick of the draft, and he works out. It's crazy. Money. You just you never know. That's the anomaly, but yeah, of course, yeah. but it's just how how like if you're a Frisco fan and you gave up all those picks for a franchise quarterback, and then this happened, you're like, man, what the heck? long as you continue to go to the playoffs, I guess. Yeah. Well, that about wrap it up for this week. Um, we're going to cut it a little short, but if you guys have any closing remarks, and we'll start with you, Dave, we can, uh, we can go ahead and let the people uh, get out of here. We- for Vikings fans, we have the real Forno show tonight, and we're talking primer for the combine on what to watch. And we have J.P. Acosta of SB Nation, one of their national writers, is joining us tonight. And he's going to talk from a viewer's point of view how to make fun of watching it. I don't know if it involves alcohol and shots or what it does, but it should be a blast. And that's at 6 o'clock Central tonight over on Vikings First and Skull. We're going to do a combine primer on what to expect and how to watch. Should be fun. All right. Pay. Where can you go to hear all the reasons why you should not draft draft <laughs> um Drake A number one? Come right over to the DBC, the Bear Claw Podcast. We are located everywhere you get your podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Stitcher, wherever else, Ask. Ask uh, Alexa, play the Bear Claw podcast. She'll take care of you. We're also on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Check us out. Foster? Uh, closing remarks? Yes, for sure. Uh, the hot news around here is that uh, we're closing in on extension for Mr. Golf for four years. Oh, it's not, I don't think it's official. What yeah. what do we say about swinging for the fences, Dave? Hey, <laughs> hey but hey, Mister Golf has done pretty good for them. So, hey. yes, yes, um, lock him and, up, and, and he's and not he, old. What he's just turning thirty. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, probably yeah. be thirty. Yeah, so that says, that says yeah. a lot to me about uh Mister Hendon, but we can talk about that next week. Ooh, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it does, maybe it does not. But um, but yeah, and then we we just locked up, you know, locked down our uh, our Pro Bowler, our special team specialist, uh, Jalen Reeves, maybe. So that was um, well deserved, of course. He had he had a good year, had some fake fake punt, uh, you know, passes and fake punt runs and stuff like that. So he, he made it fun and he. Was pretty in fact impactful on the line, you know, on the linebacking core and in depth position as well. So that's pretty much all we got going on um, as of now. And we'll be lock, we'll be locking locking in Amon Ross and Brown soon too, I believe. So, Jim, do I got time for one quick question? Sure. Do you believe in drafting the specialist punter kicker? If you're a team like. It just depends on your team. I, think we I don't believe in draft. I've seen six round this year, though. I, I've seen, I've seen where Janikowski was picked in the first round by the Raiders. Right. 
they had a pretty good team, and he was a mainstay for a long time and won them a lot of football games. Um, I don't see the the Lions better not do it. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. But here's the thing. That's part of the. I feel like the fact that our kicker was somebody that we didn't trust was the reason was the reason for some of the decisions that we made that were somewhat questionable. So are we talking first round or no, 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 no. Right? It'd Just be draft. the end. Okay. Drafting. Yeah. You can, of course yeah. they, we, they are positions of need as well. Like when did Jake Moody go? First, sec, first or second round. You went pretty early. Yeah. And that's done that pretty well. So yeah. 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 I mean, as long as it's not this year's first round pick, I, yeah. No, well, no year's first round pick ever. But I mean, um, I'm just saying we're 29. I'm like, we're not used to that. I, like, oh, you know, I see what you said. Well, yeah, not. for us, it would be later in the first. Yeah. yeah, but no, no, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Yeah, so no, Moody went in the third, according to Sean Gurley. Okay, okay. So yeah. that's pretty, I knew it's still hurting, pretty. Though. That's pretty. It's still pretty early, is considering it's because a lot of people don't even draft them. They wait till the free agency and. Uh-huh. and and or or uh, who's ever undrafted, and then they bring them in to kick them. So, but but, some, but like you said, sometimes you you you'll luck out on a kicker, and he'll be kicking for you for twenty years or something yeah. crazy like that. Like Jason Hansen, we had him for Jason forever. Hansen is one of the ones that was here 15, 20 years, just about, and was best player, our highest scorer for yeah. a lot of years. Okay, that's enough there. Um, what you know? Yeah, yeah, but that's nothing to brag about. If your kicker being in uh, anyway, um, you can catch Bleachers and Speakers on Motor City Metrics on YouTube. You can also check, uh, subscribe to Bleachers and Speaker on YouTube. That's our own channel, our new channel that we just started. We need subscribers, so please go to there. You can also check it out. Check us out on all streaming podcast platforms at Bleachers and Speakers FFSN. And you'll see a lot of material uh, uploaded there, regardless of the offseason or not. We're still going to keep this thing going. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Dave, what, what does your team say? What's your, give us your chant on the way out. Skull Vikings. Pay. Bear down. <laughs> <laughs> Good toilet flush. <laughs> I got to do something about that. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to this NFC North group effort on the Fans First Sports Network. This has been a, a Bear Claw podcast. Bleachers to speakers. Vikings first and skull. And of course, the Fans First Sports Network production. Thank you for listening.